0: I'm Jo Rochelle and you are listening to Girl Wonder Podcast, where we discuss, theorize, recap, deep dive, and just completely obsess over comics on Webtoon. In today's podcast episode, we are talking about episode 69 to 72 of Purple Hyacinth by Sophism and Ephemeris. I am super excited to talk about this one. I am joined by my husband, Josh, who you'll be hearing from in a short minute. But before we start, I want to encourage you to support Sophism on Patreon. The link to that is patreon.com slash Sophism. You can find that in the description box, as well as the Instagram and Twitter accounts of the creators of Purple Hyacinth. Please check out those links and support them. Now I'm going to have Josh share the top cities that have listened to this podcast the most in the last seven days. What are they, Josh?
1: Hello, everyone. The top cities are Cleveland, Indio, Culver City, Montauk, and Minneapolis.
0: Hmm. Minneapolis, that's my hometown. It's probably my mom listening there.
1: <laughs> probably.
0: And we almost lived in Culver City, but now we live in the desert.
1: That's true. That's a parallel version of us in Culver City.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Listening to the podcast Mm -hmm. instead of creating it. Yes. All right. Let's get started. (laughs) Okay. So let's just calibrate ourselves for a second here. We're in season two of Purple Hyacinth. Things are really happening. And shout out to my patron, Gia, who is like, you need to catch up on season two. It is so good, especially because you and I did a season one hiatus trivia right. podcast episode, which was incredibly hard. I haven't even gone back to listen to it, but I just know that it was really, really it was difficult. still fun. It was, but it was difficult because I think one of the questions was, What was what are three of the characters on the license plate of the car <laughs> that crashed that killed Lauren's parents?
1: Yeah, I didn't get that one right.
0: I still remember some of them. I know, it was like why? Yes. And that's it. I think there was a G in there and a three possibly or an A. See, I don't <laughs> even know. And that was the question I gave you. <laughs> So that was difficult, <laughs> but now we are in season two, and I want to calibrate ourselves a little bit. Right. So talk to me about season two overall. How do you feel about it?
1: Season two is exciting. Mm-hmm. I think it's all I don't know it, it I like where we are. I like where the characters are. I like um where the mystery is and mm-hmm. how much we're getting revealed. Mm-hmm. I feel like the is really good. I'm excited, right? and We'll get to the final episode here, but we got a bit of a cliffhanger. A huge cliffhanger.
0: It's one of the biggest ones so far. Mm -hmm. So I'm really excited to talk about that. And I would say that season one felt like, yeah, we're setting up the characters. We're setting up that they're loon together. Kieran and Lauren are loon and they are working together at night. And now it's about covering their steps and getting deeper into the conspiracy of it all. Who is in charge of the phantom sites like who's apostle seven who are the who's the main leader at the top and what do they truly want because it seems like there could be some conflicting opinions when it comes to that and i have to ask do you have any ships are you shipping anyone in purple hyacinth
1: well kim and william for sure okay kim and william for sure i I have mixed feelings about kieran and lauren (laughs) tell me why well, I mean, because he's a murderer. Okay. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> it's hard. But I like him.
0: I know. When did you start shipping Kim and Will? What makes What makes you ship them?
1: I'm pretty sure I had it in the first season, um, but I mean, definitely, it's not. I guess i I just want to cheer on with the other commenters. <laughs> the, the top bottom. comments uh-huh. who are like, "Was it was it Kiwi, People call them.
0: <laughs> I feel like with Kim and Will, I do ship them as well. But I don't know if it's a ship that'll ever sail. I don't know if any of the ships we have in this series will ever sail except for the lamp lady and her butler <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> because that ship is sailing, which is good. But I don't know if any others will. <sighs> I think with Kim and Will, the reason I get so excited to see scenes with them together is they both have these deep hurts. And I really enjoy watching them look at each other. It's the way they look at each other. And I think it's the way that Kieran and and Lauren sometimes look at each other, too. It's just very deep. Now I'm talking like Lauren's pensive eyes. But there is something going on with how Mm -hmm. these characters look at each other.
1: Yeah. and. Kim, they enjoy each other's attention. Yeah. You know, like she annoys him Mm -hmm. and he enjoys being annoyed by her. Yeah. Because they like attention from each other.
0: Which is good. Which means they're solid friends. Mm -hmm. And the word friendship has the word ship in it. That's true. So I ship their friendship as well. Even if Mm -hmm. they never (laughs) kiss or anything, I'm okay with that. I'm actually okay if there's never a kiss in any of Purple Hyacinth.
1: Yeah. I mean, no. (laughs) <laughs> it would be disappointing.
0: Okay. I would like some kisses. It's going to be the lamp lady and uh-huh. the <laughs> uh-huh. I would like some declarations of love because I think we can have it all. We can have the action. We can have the danger. And we can also maybe have our ships sail a little bit. But we'll see. So episode 69 is called Moon Maiden. And it's a night at the circus. It feels like it's their date night. And I put that in quotations. How did you feel when Karen announced to... Lauren's friends that were dating. And, and that's the that was alibi. Exciting. it was exciting.
1: It was a highlight of the whole webtoon. <laughs>
0: I think it was like my favorite moment. <laughs> I mean, you
1: knew, you knew, I feel like I knew that's where it was going. But when you as were soon not as I sure. Got caught, I'm like, this is, this is the alibi. Right. And yeah, so it was nice to see it happen. And just all the faces Lauren made. Yeah. Perfect.
0: She was so funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was really funny. Her face is just like, what? She's never considered... Having a crush on Karen. That is clear. We have considered it for her in season one, of course. But she's not, her brain does not go to that place when it comes to him. I thought it was so great. I took a screenshot. It was like a mm-hmm. highlight of the entire webtoon to have Karen say that. Mm-hmm. And it was in red, signature red, because, yeah, they're not dating.
1: Yeah, he's lying.
0: Mm-hmm. But the, what he wasn't lying about is that his her eyes. Right. He really did notice them. Mm-hmm something about her eyes. Do you think that Kim and Will believed them? Did they buy it? What do you think? So I go back and forth on this. I think that, no, Kim does not believe that Lauren is dating Kieran because Lauren's not doing a great job of selling it. She's a police officer. She knows lying. She knows lies, but I don't. I don't believe her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those faces. You could have. You could have acted like you were a little bit in love. But then again, they do have some kind of chemistry. They were teasing each other about how much the other person cried when they admitted that they liked the <laughs> other person, which does feel like they might be dating. But when Kim followed up with her later, Lauren's like, still like, ugh, he's so like selfish or narcissistic, and yeah. da 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 da.
1: Right. I mean. In the moment, I went the other way. I thought Will didn't believe them hmm. and Kim fell for it.
0: I didn't believe that Kim fell for it. And I mean, I thought it was funny that Kim had a crush on Kieran, like a superficial one. Mm-hmm. She thought he was cute. She thought he was fine coming into the office place. But mm, now that I think about it, it maybe she. I don't know. I don't even believe her crush. I'm just so suspicious of what's going on. I think But what she, would
1: they think why would why would lauren lie about it right i mean
0: i think kim and will totally suspect lauren of being a part of loon and once kieran showed up and she got tense every time he walked in yeah a crush explains it but not for lauren really she's not the type of person has kim seen her in love before
1: so i think the flashback was two years ago showing us how they first met so in that time it would make sense for her to for them both to have crushes but Lauren is such a serious person I'm not sure
0: we've seen Lauren on dates we saw her on a date really early on that's in season right. one and the guy was lying and that's how we found out about her power basically um she was not interested in that person so she yeah. doesn't seem like romance is on her mind she's got bigger things to deal with though she needs to find out what happened to her parents what happened to Dylan once and for all so it makes sense that her brain isn't like I'm trying to get married right now you know
1: yeah exactly <laughs>
0: So, they are going to the circus. One thing I wrote in my notes was, Kieran is so good at drawing. He is. And she was, Lauren was noticing that as well. He's really, really good at drawing. And then they talk about Tim's sake. Do you pronounce it Tim's sake or Tim sake?
1: I think I say sake in my head.
0: I, I say sake in my head because one person commented, Tim's sake is a mistake. And for it to rhyme, that's that's where I'm going with it that's now. That's fine. But
1: also, um, what, if Kieran were to make a webtoon, what would it be about?
0: <laughs> that's a good question. Oh, man. It would be about murdering people and growing up. And, like, it would be about oppression. You don't think it would be, like, utopia? No,
1: I think it would be something cute. like um, Like, what are the Care Bears? I think it would be really fluffy and cute and lots of... Yeah, just like friend friendship hugs.
0: How serious are you right now? I'm I'm
1: dead serious. Oh. I think that's what he would do.
0: Well, look at his art style. Yeah, how would it be Care Bear like? He'd get there. Okay, he has to work on his art style mm-hmm. to make it fluffy and mm-hmm. cute. <laughs> Got it. So, Greek gods are like the names of all the circus troop members, and right. we noticed that before. I remember when they were like saying things like Artemis, and yeah, that's very interesting to me. I wonder why ephemeris and sophism chose that.
1: Yeah. I'm not sure. Do you have any thoughts about it?
0: Well, we know that people from this troop came from basically the slums of Grey Chapel, right? They came from poverty and they were really oppressed and they didn't have a lot. and Their government didn't help them. And when I think of these Greek gods that they've named themselves after, Greek gods and goddesses, I think it's like something powerful, something immortal, something that goes beyond themselves, so it it seems interesting that they chose that to be their motif because it's like a way of reclaiming their power, I think,
1: right, and I don't even think it was them that chose, right They either are working for mm-hmm. the seventh apostle right, or the leader himself mm-hmm. right I mean that's what it seems we've like a, mm-hmm. yeah, the circus seems to be about is finding these orphans and training them to be super circus assassins.
0: But doesn't it feel, and we'll talk about it a little bit more as we get to those details, but doesn't it feel like there's a circus and there's the work that they do and they're separate?
1: Well, yeah, I think it's like... Recruiting, but I think going like, back to the Olympians' question, it's uh-huh. like this is a good way to sort of brainwash them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To give them a new identity. This is your new name. Uh-huh. This You're, is your new life. Like, You're I powerful. See how special you are.
0: You have the qualities of this goddess. Right. Right. That's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So I yeah I'm not sure if the whole circus is you know part of the terrorist group or if it's just like a, a designed recruiting ground.
0: mm Hmm. We'll have to find out. Mm-hmm. So we meet Hecate or Hecate, however you like to pronounce it. And we always know that Hecate is associated with the moon, good and evil. And this was called Moon Maiden. We also know Loon means moon in French.
1: Right. Lots of moons.
0: Lots of moons. How did you feel about the fortune she gave to Lauren?
1: Right. I think it was very well written because it was in Lauren stated it clearly like this could apply to anybody this could be anybody's fortune right you know we all have secrets and betrayals in our future etc and then of course she turns and you know says lauren (laughs) etc and right if she is working for the terrorist organization she has the tattoo and everything um if she's working for the organization then i wonder what's the point of this what
0: to freak, they know they know who Lauren is. They've
1: got to. Tim Sake yeah. told them. Yeah, right. They, they She's absolutely on their list. know
0: who Lauren is.
1: So this, yeah, I don't know. A little mystery here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Is she on Lauren's side or not?
0: I don't think so. I'm not sure. Let's let's read some of the quotes from Hecate. She says, "The world as you know it will come crashing down before you, stricken by the lightning bolt of truth. There is no escape from this destruction. A betrayal." A painful, unexpected, but inevitable ending. Hmm. Do you feel as if she's warning Lauren because, yeah, I work for this organization, but I want to let you know that someone who's close to you is going to hurt you? Or is she just following orders to tell Lauren this so that she doesn't, she suspects? Do they already know about Kieran?
1: I don't think they know about Kieran.
0: I think it's possible. It is possible. When Lauren and Kieran were on that rooftop and listening with their little spy bugs, I was like, someone could have found your bugs and known that Loon was listening tonight and seen you. You know, I know they got away, but maybe they wanted them to get away. I just want to give some credit to these circus assassins. They probably are pretty smart and pretty clever, and there there's more of them than there are of Loon. So I feel like they could get caught, and then people are using that information to further their agendas instead of just catching them right away.
1: Right. But I don't think Kieran is the one who's going to betray her.
0: No, absolutely not. I think it's okay, it's on two levels here. When you get a prophecy or a fortune told in a webtoon or a story, I think it's a little bit of the author's telling you, here's some foreshadowing, here's what's going to come in the story next. You're not it's going to be inevitable, but it's going to be shocking for Lauren and and for us, right? But at the same time, I think it's also that the character could also have a motivation for doing that and telling Lauren this at this time to get right. her to distrust mm-hmm. Kieran. If if they know about him.
1: So if not Kieran, who?
0: Who else would they want her to distrust no, no. in her life?
1: Well, who would betray her? Let's pretend that she was in a genuine trance and this was a true prophecy. Um
0: I'm like I don't believe this was a genuine trance. <laughs> I don't believe either. But who
1: would betray her?
0: Um I would say Will was the next person that came to mind. Didn't Will and and Kim have a conversation? Where they, she's like, if Lauren did do it, how would you feel? And he's like, he would be there for his job, and he's all this pressure. It's true. It and feels his, like that's foreshadowing. His dad's like,
1: you need to kick Lauren to the curb. His
0: dad doesn't like Lauren. His dad is very powerful. But
1: he's got his own motivations for not liking Lauren. I'm sure. His father. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, more than her just messing up her reputation. Right. As a yeah, police more officer. than we
1: know currently. I don't trust that guy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> when he showed up, someone said, like, Welcome to the suspicious persons yeah, list. <laughs> right. Right.
1: But there's also Tristan, there's her uncle. Tristan
0: there's... is so clearly gonna betray her at some point that I feel like I didn't even register it as he could be the one.
1: I don't know. Somebody here we know is like a big player in the terrorist organization.
0: Yeah. Her enemy is closer than out. she thinks, mm-hmm. is what Hecett tells her. And your enemy is similar to you, so that made me think Will, and then I wrote Tristan, because it's not Kieran at this point. Kieran's made it clear he's like I'm not going to hurt anyone near you, and I'm sorry for how I behaved before, and he wants to genuinely be her friend now, and whether she accepts that or not is up to her.
1: Right, and if Will betrays her, I don't think it's out of malice. It, I think he it's has out a job of a right sense now. Of duty.
0: That's what he said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he has a job to find Loon. It will further his career. And it's kind of, for him and his character, the right thing to do would right. be to expose her. But that feels like, I think there could be a betrayal we really won't see coming that we're not even thinking mm. about right now. There's a lot of options here. So here's someone who commented on this episode of the Webtoon. Hottie Licious said... The betrayer is obviously going to be the butler. He's too fine for the world, <laughs> so he will go on to world domination and rule us all. Oh,
1: that's true. I didn't. I didn't think that through. It's so <laughs> obvious now.
0: As we're thinking that through, we'll be right back after this short musical interlude to talk about episode seventy. Episode 70 is called Singular Spectacle, and I really enjoyed the alliteration in the episode titles. I'm sure I've noticed it before, but it I've, I really noticed it as I was taking notes for this podcast episode. Do you like that?
1: Yeah, I never noticed it. Oh, really? No, I don't think I even... Yeah, I don't remember the titles.
0: So 69 was the... It was Moon Maiden. Yes. This one's Singular Spectacle. And it kind of reminds me of my favorite series growing up, which was a series of unfortunate events. And every single title had alliteration, right? right. Bad yeah. beginning, mm-hmm. penultimate peril, I believe.
1: That sounds right.
0: Yeah. Stuff like that. I love that stuff. So in Singular Spectacle, Karen is going to do some carnival games, but instead of a typical date where he brings his, his girlfriend and he succeeds at the carnival game, wins her a plushie and they walk home with like a huge teddy bear that's like oversized. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the purple hyacinth spin on it. He's like, I don't want to use these darts. I'm gonna use knives instead and be knives super Knives I brought
1: to the circus myself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. he was really impressive and i was thinking to myself i guess that's how a serial killer would audition for the circus this is before we knew how many people were actually assassins within the the right
1: troop. right no we, where did his training come from
0: i mean it's happened it happened when he was young right
1: in the same way it did for these the yeah. circus people
0: he knows hestia and stuff from when she was younger so we'll just have to see we find out the troupe's name, which is Pantheon, right? leading into the whole Greek god thing that we have going on. And I think it's interesting how so many artists and people want to join the circus. When the guy who's running the darts, he says that, yeah, it's really competitive to audition. You have to wait a long time, right? And then later on, when Hestia says, tons of artists want to join our circus, she says it with pride. I'm wondering if that is just assassins or is it literal artists? Like people will just admire them for their artwork and they have pride in that.
1: I feel like it's the latter. I feel like it's just genuine people who want to be circus performers Mm -hmm. are trying to join this really popular troupe.
0: And I don't think everyone in this troupe knows about Purple Hyacinth, knows about Phantom Scythe. I don't think so.
1: The ones we've met, though...
0: This dark guy said something about boss, our boss. And I was like, "Mm, is your boss the leader? I don't think the dark guy knows. Let me go back and see what he said.
1: So the dark guy says, I've worked with them in the past and they're really incredible. They're the closest to the boss. You really have to be exceptional to reach that level.
0: So you don't feel like he knows?
1: Yeah, I don't think so. I think this boss... Could be just a typical boss who's a recluse and famous and rich.
0: Right. So I have a question for you. Have you ever been to the circus? I have. When?
1: I think like once in high school. Oh, really? Uh Uh-huh.
0: That seems kind of, no, that's not old to go to the circus, is it? Because my memory is going when I was eight.
1: Right. Maybe I went before that, too. I don't remember. I remember going in high school. And it just, it wasn't fun. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. What happened? was just sad to see the elephants. <laughs> oh, that
0: makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. When I went to the circus, I was, my mom took me and I think other kids were with us. And they went a couple of times when I was eight and nine. All I can remember is the food, like very, very salty peanuts, very, very salty right. popcorn that I loved as a child. I don't remember a single animal, though there might have been some, but I do remember acrobats.
1: Yeah, I don't think they do animals anymore, especially elephants. Yeah. So that's good.
0: Mm-hmm. So we see the tattoos, which are basically circus tents. Right. I think three triangles, three circus tents. Mm-hmm. The messenger's tattoo that they right. saw before. So we know now. And I was shocked. I don't think I expected this at all. No. And so the messenger's tattoo, also the person who's looked kind of familiar. He had blonde hair He had a tattoo on his wrist, and he played the piano. Any thoughts on this character?
1: Sounds like Will. Uh Uh-huh. It did. Oh.
0: But, yeah. Oh, so,
1: okay, yeah. I just thought, I didn't think about that before. (laughs) Will's brother. Yeah, that's where Uh, my brain went. Because we know kids were kidnapped.
0: Yes, we do. By
1: Phantom Sight.
0: And even when they talk about the days back then, they're like 15 years ago, 10 years ago. That's
1: got to be it. I didn't think that at all.
0: He looked like Will to mm-hmm. me and he played so, the piano.
1: What I was confused about is is that the messenger? Is it the same wrist? I have to go the back and look. Is on?
0: Let's look. So I went back to episode fifty eight, which is called Fordoomed Future. I see that the messenger has a tattoo on his right wrist.
1: Yeah, and it's the the piano player has it on his Will's right wrist. Will's brother has it on his right wrist, on the inside of his right wrist mm-hmm just like that just like that so this the piano player the is the messenger
0: is my i'm just going with it that's mm-hmm. where my brain is going okay. right now The piano
1: player is the messenger and will's lost brother
0: mm-hmm. or whoever Raphael is right who but his mom is like son rafael looks like will and <laughs> looks so much like will right
1: yeah okay interesting mm-hmm. the messenger mm-hmm. so then yeah the dad definitely sus Definitely sus.
0: <laughs> Will's father, how does he have one child in the police force and one child in Phantom Scythe? That seems interesting to me. And how did he get so rich?
1: And if if he knows his other child is in Phantom Scythe, then that's pretty cruel to his wife to just take her child away mm-hmm. so that he can raise him as a super terrorist. Yeah. <laughs> pretty cruel.
0: Yeah. And she's dying from some unknown illness. So one thing that... Now my brain's reeling here is that Will and Raphael look so alike. It just has to right. be it. That's his, yeah. their, his own mother mm-hmm. can't really tell the difference when she's sick, but she can't tell the difference. Mm-hmm.
1: Does Will have blue eyes as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? So when the blindfold came off mm-hmm. and it showed his blue eyes, mm-hmm. that was the reveal, and Lauren gave us the line, looks so familiar, right. which I just was like, she recognized his... Shoulders or something he's <laughs> <laughs> like a oh, messenger
0: oh I legitimately thought it was will up there for a second mm. I was scared yeah as if the betrayal came so fast <laughs> yeah. but no now I'm thinking it's definitely his brother because when she saw him without the blindfold playing the piano if, it, if that was will it would be clear
1: <laughs> man so i'm I'm just scared that will is gonna do something for his mother that's gonna like blow up our heroes. In a bad way. You Save know his mean? mother, but hurt Lauren. Yeah, like to get her Raphael back or something. And that's going to end up hurting Lauren because his loyalty to his mom, which is understandable.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very possible that that will happen. I know this is heading somewhere very dangerous. Like that, that prophecy told us everything we needed to know about mm-hmm. what's going to be coming this season. So the big reveal of Hestia being Belladonna, right? Right. Were you shocked to see her?
1: Yes. Me too. Yeah, I was.
0: I wrote oh crap in my mm-hmm. <laughs> in my what, notes. Who is
1: Hestia? As a Olympian.
0: She is the virgin goddess. You know, like in the, in lore Olympus she the goddesses of eternal maidenhood. Like that's her domain. Right. Which doesn't quite fit Belladonna's personality no. so far.
1: Well, I guess a, as a cover.
0: As a cover and and still a powerful goddess. And maybe this is like the opposite because she seems like she likes to seduce people a little bit, which I really enjoy about Belladonna. So, yeah. When it comes to who that person that looks like Will might be, Esther underscore 77 commented on this episode of the Webtoon and said, Lauren thinks he looks familiar because he looks like Will. He has the same eye and blonde hair. He might be William's brother. And mm. that's where we've came. We've come to the same conclusion.
1: Right, the one time I didn't read the comments. <laughs> that's I mean, why I was surprised you right? didn't <laughs> know.
0: <laughs> You're like, whoa! Uh-huh. That means it's really good storytelling. Mm-hmm. Right, that I was just you. ready
1: to get to the next episode.
0: Let's get to that next episode right after the short musical interlude. You want to know what episode 71 is called yes fierce flame okay because she is good at being a flamethrower belladonna is very handy with flame and here's a moment that stood out to me it is when lauren asks karen upon seeing belladonna did you know did you know she was in the circus did you know that she was going to be here and he says i knew she was part of the circus when she was younger i didn't know she was still doing it that Brings me to so many more questions. Right?
1: Was he part of the circus when he was younger?
0: And why isn't he a part of the circus now? That's why I feel like they know they know what he's been up to. I just have I a mean, feeling he's
1: the leader's favorite, right?
0: So assassin,
1: yeah. So maybe he just he was so much better. He was a super acrobat. They're like, we don't even need to keep you in the circus. <laughs> you just come out, be super assassin.
0: Maybe. I feel like. There's something going on where Karen and Lauren feel like they're being sneaky, but they're not being so sneaky. They're having an easy time eavesdropping on Belladonna and the rest of the members all the time. They did it that one night when they both saw each other on the rooftop. They both put two mess two spy spy bugs. What is it called? Bugs. I was gonna say two sp- messenger bugs. Spy. <laughs> <laughs> they put two bugs so that they could hear the conversation, which canceled each other out. But like they could have. I just feel like they could have been caught at any time. And they're letting them do this to set them into some sort of trap or to get some sort of result. Right? I don't know why I feel this way. I feel way.
1: like maybe that's the truth. Maybe the leader why isn't Kieran is not setting circus? up the seventh apostle with Loon.
0: And using Loon to do it. Mm-hmm. And he knows Loon is Kieran and this cop. Like, it's been discovered, is my opinion at this point.
1: Well, we right. We have somebody following Lauren around. Taking, taking pictures, pictures. Right. Potentially Dylan
0: potentially but most potentially, likely
1: somebody from the phantom site
0: we'll talk about who that character is possibly there's some theories that i found in the comments and i think they're very intriguing okay so <laughs> i wrote in my notes belladonna looks so pretty the artwork is honestly draw drop jaw dropping yeah. here it always is. is yeah always is but i feel like it's just peak it's so good You know, it can't Mm -hmm. get any better because it's so amazing with the fire and the lighting and the darkness of the circus and how beautiful it was. Yeah. So Karen and Lauren are back to their, we're going to eavesdrop. We're going to sneakily listen to their conversation (laughs) moment between Belladonna and Tim Sake or Tim Saki as you like to pronounce it. Right. And guess what Tim is up to?
1: He's delivering some... Receipts. Some crime receipts.
0: (laughs) What word did you say? What is a receipt? Receipts. Have you always pronounced it receipt?
1: No, I think it's just this microphone. Receipts. Receipt.
0: Receipt? Receipt. I say receipt. There's no P. I'm not pronouncing the P in it.
1: Yeah. I get that. (laughs) (laughs) That makes sense too. I know.
0: Is there a right way to pronounce it? I
1: think it's receipt. Receipt. Receipts. (laughs) Receipts.
0: I don't know why it's making me laugh to hear Josh say "receipt," And that's it. There was no T. <laughs> the, the P Receips. was the the part that he pronounced the most. He's delivering crime receipts. <laughs>
1: yep. No, to Belladonna, Donna, his supervisor.
0: The answer I was really looking for is that Tim's sake is now going to go kill Lauren. That's what he's telling her. That's and that's true. what we find out in mm-hmm. this moment. It's the part that makes him go, whoa. It's the part that made me say, whoa. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm going to get rid of that cop tonight. So I have this whole theory where... Belladonna's in on it. Tim's sake isn't. But they are going to keep Lauren alive. They're going to keep Luna alive for whatever agenda their leader or Apostle Stephen has. Right. Whoever's mm-hmm. in charge has an agenda. I think it still works here because Belladonna has been the one pushing Tim's sake to do something about Lauren. And before he gets a chance to, she's going to do something huge. Right. She's going to take his life.
1: Right. That's just after he tells her that's what he's going to do.
0: After he tells her that's what he's going to do. So he says, I'm going to get rid of that cop tonight. And then all of a sudden, her arm is up. Her dagger is out. And she sliced his cheek. We've seen her kill before. This is our second kill, I think. We've seen her hurt, Lauren, but we haven't seen her kill since Harvey. Were you shocked when you saw that panel?
1: Yeah, I wasn't expecting that.
0: Is any part of you feeling sad or bad for Tim's sake that his life ended here? No. He's been pretty awful to Lauren yeah. throughout time.
1: He's like always cranky, <laughs> you know, just a jerk.
0: Mm-hmm. I like how Sophism said he's a little bit of Zuko from... <laughs> yeah. So it almost made me think he was going to get a redemption arc. No, he just Mm-mm. he just died. A Greek goddess killed him.
1: Mm-hmm. I guess it also, uh, a little bit off talk- topic, but it makes sense how flamboyant she and the purple hyacinth are. You know what I mean? Because they're trained as performers. performers. so They like they just, to
0: kill with some flair. Yeah,
1: they like to perform.
0: Wow. Yeah. And so Lauren wanted to go help Tim. She wanted to just run in there and do that. What did you think of that instinct? It tells us a lot about her.
1: I mean, it makes sense. Yeah.
0: She's She serves and protects people. Mm-hmm. She wants to go mm-hmm. help the person that... But it's inevitable that he's going to die now. He's been poisoned. She does not have an antidote. So Kieran's like, there's nothing you can do. Nothing. Would you have tried to run and would you have ran to Tim to try to help him?
1: I mean, I think I would have had the instinct. Yeah. Like Lauren. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, the best, the smartest thing to do is just to. Run. Watch it happen. And then, yeah, after I, I was thinking through. Is it this episode where he's telling her she needs to get out of here? Yeah. Yeah, because this is, I, I was reading that and I was like, when Kieran is explaining, well, the smartest thing is for you to get out of here because it's really suspicious if you're also where another person dies the same way that you've had a beef with. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking, I'm like, I hope whenever I'm doing crime stuff, I have someone that smart with me <laughs> because I would have, I didn't think that through.
0: I didn't think it through either that in two places where Lauren has been. Someone has been poisoned and killed with that dagger.
1: Right.
0: So people might think Lauren is Belladonna.
1: And Loon. Yeah. Right. At the same time. Both
0: things. So I wrote, Kieran cares. (laughs) It was a Kieran Mm -hmm. cares moment. Mm -hmm. He wasn't just saying that to protect his own self. He was saying that to protect Lauren because he cares about her. He says, do I need to remind you? Someone from your precinct died the same way. You will be a suspect. It felt like he he was saying that because he cares about her, not just because he's trying to cover tracks.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Delirium 86 commented on this episode of the Webtoon and said, I have a sneaking suspicion that the leader specifically does not want Lauren dead. She's interfered multiple times in Phantom Scythe stuff. They could have easily killed her. Belladonna had a clear shot in the alley when she saved Tim. The leader or the apostle is most likely connected to Lauren in some way, and they keep her from getting executed. Also, giving Karen so much credit for making good on his promise that no harm would come to Lauren. He played out that hypothetical scenario to get her out.
1: Right, so, but we know the the leader's mission, stated mission to... Kieran, is find Loon and kill them. Right. Right. We know that's true, don't we? I feel like that's what he told to Lauren and it wasn't read. It was true. Yeah. So doesn't that sort of conflict with our theory here that he knows Lauren is Loon and he wants Lauren kept alive?
0: There's a leader and then there's an Apostle Seven, though.
1: Mm, That's true.
0: And the two of them, I don't think, are on the same they don't, have, they don't want to work together <laughs> is what right. I'm getting.
1: Right. So interesting. Who wants Lauren alive? Who wants her dead? We don't
0: know who either of those people are.
1: Mm, and what their motivations are.
0: Right. I have two more comments to read to you. Vale Scavaya commented on this episode of the Webtoon and said, What if the guard suspects Lauren and Kieran because they both left the show early? Autopsy would reveal that Sake died during the time they were outside of the tent. Yikes!
1: Right, yeah, he's definitely going to be interviewed by the police.
0: I would talk to him, and the police is probably Kim mm-hmm. and Will. Mm-hmm. And he's going to say there was a woman with red hair, possibly who left. Right. She left the show. Yeah,
1: with and Kim Kieran. will be like, "Was there a handsome guy with glasses?" <laughs> he'd be like, "No, but there was a handsome man." <laughs>
0: You should write that
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) as a comment.
0: Yeah, as a comment (laughs) or as a fan fiction. Mm -hmm. The Guard's Life. Mm -hmm. I want to see his backstory and how he came to be at the circus and and that time he talked to Lauren and then just go from there. Okay. (laughs) And then here's a comment that made me laugh Welp, that Tim and Bella ship sank. Mm (laughs)
1: LMAO.
0: I didn't know that was a ship. (laughs) No, right? Did you ship them? No, I didn't ship them. Did you think Tim was going to make it to the end of the story?
1: No. I, I wasn't expecting the, him to be murdered in that moment. But I guess if you had pressed me, I wouldn't have said that he was mm-hmm. going to make it to the end.
0: I thought Lauren might have killed him at some point or had to kill him or he would have died doing something trying to kill Lauren.
1: Right. So now how does she free the poor woman who's in jail, but she's innocent
0: that mm-hmm. Tim
1: had framed?
0: Right. Right. All good questions, and we'll talk about that more after the short musical interlude.
1: We'll be right back.
0: Episode 72 is called Bleak Bluff, and I think that's a very important title. Mm -hmm. So even from the title, and I wrote this in my notes before I read the episode, I feel like I'm going to get a Kieran betrays Lauren fake-out moment because he has to keep up appearances with Bella.
1: Yeah, that's what we got.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) That is what we got. Mm -hmm. But I think it's going to go further, and I'll I'll talk about that a little bit more. I think it might go beyond this episode, his bluffing. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be his new way of making this work. So he says something that stood out to me. Kieran says, little match girl. Right. So we see her as a grown woman now, with fire. She's like a flamethrower and she knows how to manipulate fire really well. And when she was little, she had a little match. Right. <laughs> what was I, she doing with that match as a child?
1: I mean, she was just a poor little orphan who had her, her one little toy. Which was a pack of matches that she found. Oh no! Who oh, no, knows? <laughs> Did she use it for warmth <laughs> and to entertainment? Keep the tip of her nose warm. Oh, <laughs>
0: I feel like Bella does have a tragic backstory, though. I'm yeah, not gonna sure. lie. I think I think there's a reason why the way she's written, it's hard to hate her. Mm-hmm. She's a killer, though, and she's a rival to Kieran and almost everything we love
1: in this mm-hmm. series. And yet, I don't I hate mean, her. Right? She got rid of someone. That we don't like. That's that, true. And she's super talented at mm-hmm. what she does, which is always makes a character likable.
0: And ambitious. Mm-hmm. She seems like she's always trying to be the
1: best. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the question is, we see like a pair of skinny legs come up to her when she's a little orphan girl. Is that the leader?
0: I thought that was Kieran.
1: <laughs> you think Kieran's that much older than her? That's
0: what I was wondering, too. I don't know their age difference. That's yeah. an interesting question. I'm not sure. What do you guys think who are listening to the podcast? Was that Kieran in the flashback when she was the little match girl? Or those skinny legs belong to someone else? Maybe they're Dylan's. We don't know. I don't know. I don't think the timeline works for it to be Dylan either.
1: Yeah. The snapdragon.
0: (laughs) The the snapdragon (laughs) personified. Mm -hmm. Not as a group. Just one skinny pair of legs. Okay. So then we see it. Where Kieran tells her that Lauren is useful to his infiltration mission and he wanted to make sure that Sake wouldn't stab her to death in the back alley before he's ready to get rid of her. And I love that panel of his face when he says that. He looks so serious. He's really good at lying. Mm-hmm. And then someone in the comments was like, oh, no, it's not in red. And they're like, wait, Lauren's not yeah. here to hear it. Did you think that, too?
1: No, I didn't think about the red thing, but I appreciated the comment.
0: Mm hmm. And so I wrote, because Lauren's basically getting chloroformed. Someone's putting a rag with probably some strong chemical on it that's going to make her pass out. And they're dragging her off in a way against her will. And I wrote, Lauren, you had one job, girl, to escape. (laughs) You had just Mm -hmm. one job.
1: (laughs) Right. So the question is, who is doing this, right? Did Tim have some goons set up with a plan to carry this out?
0: Where was she when this happened?
1: In an alley, right? Right. Walking home.
0: So Tim could... Hmm.
1: I feel like he, maybe he had, you know, set it up. It's planned out. It's tonight. My goons are hanging out in the alley around her house mm-hmm. waiting for her. And so even if he's dead, they're going to still try to kill her maybe.
0: I felt like it was the biggest cliffhanger we've had in a while. And so Moonlet commented on this episode of the Webtoon and said, Wait, the person who grabbed Lauren by the end of the chapter had a missing finger.
1: Oh. Could
0: that be the photographer? The driver? Dylan?
1: <laughs> Wait, the photographer has a missing finger too?
0: Mm-hmm. Let's go and look.
1: Oh, so that's definitely the driver, right? Because they found the driver's finger and Correct. identified the corpse by that. And that's that. why
0: they knew he died. So he would be missing he a finger. His
1: death. Right.
0: Let's look at this picture real quick. So I've pulled up Bleak Bluff, episode 72, and I'm looking at Lauren walking home. She's definitely... Not at the circus anymore. And then the hand grabs her. Do you see missing fingers or is this just how it's being drawn? Oh my gosh. I It's red. It's a little bit red, that fourth finger.
1: Could be, but mm, let's
0: keep scrolling. I can't tell. I could not tell. How did everyone say that was a missing finger? What am I missing?
1: Right? It could just be... The way
0: it's drawn, his yeah, hand is over her and we can't see not, the rest of three if, fingers. If
1: it's a missing finger, then it's a it's not supposed to be obvious.
0: Hmm. I see a little bit of red on the fourth finger, but let's find a picture of the photographer taking a picture of Lauren and see if he's missing a finger. So I went to the season one recap. And if you see this photographer's right hand, he's missing that finger that I said was red. So that yeah. was him. It was him. We're going to find out who the photographer is.
1: Okay. So I feel like then this same person is the... Driver. Driver, What was his name?
0: Sandman? Sandman?
1: Mm-hmm. Right. So he's definitely this person who doesn't seem to want to kill Lauren. I mean, there's even, I think in episode 68, he says, I have so much to tell you. Right?
0: hmm
1: Right? So this kidnapping... I'm hoping is maybe for her safety or because he, this is how he sees his chance to tell her. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm. It wasn't a great way to no. talk to her. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to say he doesn't mean her any harm when he did put that rag over her face and drag her away. But I think there was a joke at the end of the episode where sophism says something along the, along the lines of Lauren being gone for a week and so people are wondering, like, is that how long she's going to be gone for? And we haven't fast passed yet. So we're giving you our just straight up theories and what we have right now. We, we don't know the future.
1: Right. Yeah. She did say that. She was making a joke about Tristan's going to be <laughs> thinking it's a really bad date when she doesn't show up. <laughs> or for she
0: eloped. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm curious as to whether Lauren will be able to show up to the police station to show up to work. If she doesn't show up and Tim's sake died and they all know everyone who works there knows at this precinct that Lauren and Tim's sake do not get along. She hit him. She was violent with him. She was out of line. Now he's dead the same way Harvey died at the police station. It, it does look bad for her. So I'm kind of glad that she's not going to show up to work tomorrow. Right, yeah,
1: Maybe she's being framed.
0: She's definitely being framed. Maybe Belladonna's is framing her. Hmm. Uh, I, don't I don't know. know. <laughs> I don't know. It could be so we'll many see. things. Mm-hmm. It could be so many things. And so, how do you feel? Kieran will react when he finds out Lauren's been taken.
1: Uh, he's gonna go get her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right? He's he's gonna go get her.
0: Here's my prediction because this episode was called Bleak Bluff, and I knew mm. right in the right away he was gonna bluff and pretend he's on Belladonna's side. He's gonna he's gonna say he wants to kill this cop himself and all that stuff. But his deep intentions are to protect Lauren.
1: Right. So, do you think we're going to get a scene of her tied up to a chair? Kieran is there right. pretending right. to be on the bad guy's that's side. That's absolutely what I think. Yeah.
0: It could be wrong, obviously. But that's where my brain went when I saw Bleak Bluff. It's so bleak to imagine that she's like, I never should have trusted him. That Hecate lady was right. And he is betraying me. He's the one who made this happen. And now I'm framed and he can act like he's in on it. He's like, yeah, this was my infiltration mission. She's a part of Loon. Maybe her and Tim's sake did Loon together. Maybe. That, I mean, obviously that they didn't, but maybe that's what Kieran's going to say. And Belladonna already believes because of what the leader believes. Mm-hmm. That's what the Tim sake thing was. It was like, he's working with the cop. I don't know.
1: I don't know. Well, we'll she,
0: see. well, Belladonna is really, really, really suspicious of Tim's sake, right? She's like, you talk too much when it comes to Lauren. He's not really saying things. It's that Lauren can hear his lies.
1: Yeah. I th- also think she just thought he was sloppy. Yeah. Right.
0: But also, wouldn't she believe then when Kieran's like, hey, Tim, Sake, and Lauren are the loon, the cop and the Phantom Scythe duo that you're looking for. Here it is. I
1: don't don't think she would believe it. Oh. I don't think she thinks he's that capable or sophisticated. So she just had
0: orders to kill him and then she did it? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: I I have a feeling
0: that Belladonna has a mind of her own, though, and she will get her own agency Mm -hmm. because she does want to be a part of the circus. She didn't have to be, but she is. Do you have any predictions for what you think will happen next?
1: I think, I think Lauren's parents are going to show up somewhere. I don't think they're really dead.
0: Ooh, I don't think they're dead either. I think one of them's alive.
1: Yeah, at least one.
0: Yeah, I think one's dead, one's alive. Mm-hmm. If the s- driver made it out of that crash, maybe other people did too. And maybe they mm-hmm. had amnesia. because right, I think <laughs> we
1: saw we saw the autopsy report of the... Father, you know, was like burned past recognition as well.
0: Mm-hmm. And so the her mom is the lamp lady this entire time, right? Wait, okay, I'm I'm not serious with that prediction, but the lamp lady and the butler have something to do with something somewhere. Are they just funny, and that's it? Or when they when they barged in on Kieran and Lauren who were doing their spy stuff, I felt really suspicious. I don't trust her, that lamp lady at all. What do mm-hmm. you think? Is it just something to to have fun with? Some side characters that are fun and that's it? Or do you think they're going to be a part of the main mystery and story?
1: I think they're side characters to have fun with. Mm-hmm. I do.
0: And I'm the kind of person that's suspicious of everything when I'm reading any kind of thriller or mystery. Everyone is suspicious. I suspect everyone the same amount.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: And that makes me feel like I'm a good detective because I'm always a little bit right at the mm-hmm. end. I suspected everyone.
1: <laughs> right, right. Thinking back on watching Monk and Veronica Mars. When
0: we were watching Searching, Searching was a
1: feature yeah. film
0: that takes place all on a computer.
1: Right, with Jon Cho.
0: Yeah, it was a really good film. I found I figured out who the killer was, and I whispered it because that was back in the day when we could go to movie theaters, and I whispered it in Josh's ear, and I was like, Oh. This is the killer. Right.
1: So we'll we'll write this down. Then you think the lamp lady is the leader? No, I don't think we'll she's the leader. see if you're proven right. I
0: don't think she's the leader, but I my only suspicion right now is that I think the lamp lady is going to be involved in the mystery slash thriller slash terrorist elements of the story. That is all I have okay. right now. I might get a better prediction later, but there's something mm-hmm. about how she barged in on them. And they just happen to be around them all the time. I'm really, I just, I don't believe that. Mm -hmm. I believe that there's something there. Maybe she's like a long lost aunt. Hmm.
1: Mother's sister is Lamp Lady. You can write this down for me because I I disagree. I don't think she's the leader. Well, I don't think she's
0: a leader either. That's
1: my prediction. (laughs) (laughs) I really don't think she's the leader, honey.
0: I don't think she's (laughs) the leader. I'm not trying to say the Lamp Lady is the leader. But you know what? If she is, I still get credit for it.
1: You you'll have credit. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, yeah she she could be right. It's like it takes a lot of time to design these characters and give them dialogue and have them show but up all she's the time where Lauren is really fun and funny yeah. just to be there without being part of the mystery. I agree. But I don't think she's the leader though.
0: But if I were to write this series, I would use humor to deflect from the real intentions of someone. I would make the funniest character. The one that gives us all the laughs and is fun and a side character we come to love and expect. I would let them have a a hand in the darker elements of the storyline and no mm-hmm. one would see it coming.
1: Hey, you all heard it here. This <laughs> lamp lady is the leader. No, she's not the leader. <laughs>
0: but, but if she's the leader, I want the credit. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right, you guys, we're going to wrap this up. But thank you so much, Josh, for joining me. We can just theorize for hours and hours and days and days on all of the great stuff that's going on in Purple Hyacinth. Mm -hmm. There's so many mysteries. I have so many questions. Just even looking back at that season one recap, there are so many questions we haven't answered yet. Mm -hmm. So I'm really excited to see what happens next. I will probably be fast passing so I can find out if Lauren's going to be okay, if Kieran's going to be worried about her. These are my most vital questions right now. And then who is the photographer with the four fingers?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Great questions. I'm curious.
0: All right. Each Tuesday, I like to share a recommendation from one of our podcast listeners. This week's recommendation comes from Chris Youngsma on Instagram. Here is what Chris said. My Webtoon comic recommendation is at Nomen over on Canvas. It's amazingly dark and beautiful. And right now I'm looking at the artwork and it is very dark and beautiful. There are currently 12 updates for at Nomen on canvas. Thank you so much for this recommendation, Chris. I just subscribed. If you have a Webtoon recommendation that you'd like to share, reach out to me on Instagram, Twitter, or send me an email and let me know which Webtoon you're recommending and why. Wow, you made it to the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening to Girl Wonder. We currently have no sponsors, so here's a shout out to a random listener instead. This week's shout out goes to mystically underscore awkward on Instagram. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. New episodes of Girl Wonder come out weekly. I'm Joe Rochelle, and we'll talk again next week. Bye.